Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. He had anticipated the pain, anticipated the needles pressing through his veins. Such a huge change was going to hurt, surely. He was being taken apart and knitted together again, limb by limb, molecule by molecule. The code that created him was being rewritten. The building blocks of his very being smashed on the floor and rearranged. He was sure, convinced, that he felt his heart stop for too long before it beat again in a steady rhythm, slower than before. His senses spiked, firing all of his neurons at once and sending his brain into a spiral of activity. He smelt the elderflower shampoo his mother used, his father's lime and mandarin aftershave, the dusty old paper and ink from his library, swint hyacinth from the gardens below his window. Flashes of colour flitted behind his eyelids, forming into people and places he knew on occasion, but mostly abstract patterns and ideas. He had assumed he would hear nothing but screams, but that wasn't right. The screams seemed to form themselves into whispered words in all the languages he knew and all that he didn't, nonsense that formed itself into poetry. The tastes of seemingly every meal he had ever eaten, blending together into a horrible amalgamation that brought vomit to his throat. He tasted blood and iron and the tang of fear on the back of his throat. Burning fire ran over his skin, following paths that he would remember in his sleep, the pain blending and dissipating into the air around him. It was enough to make his brain shut down, closed down to protect him from the overstimulation that was coursing through his mind. Maybe he was dead. Maybe this was punishment for all the sins he had committed in his life. It wouldn't be enough. He deserved more. He had heard tales of what happened when you died a sinner. Growing up, surrounded by religion, did that to you. Maybe the fire across his skin was the eternal damnation he so deserved. Reality returned slowly, so slow that he couldn't quite understand how long it had been. Could have been here for hours, centuries, millennia. Time became nothing, and he was sure even if he counted, it would have all blurred together into an impossible mess. But finally, finally, light returned to his eyes. Not much, but enough to see by. The circles on the ceiling above him swam slowly into focus, the unending patterns swirling around and around with no end. A part of him, logically, knew that they weren't moving, but he could see them moving, across the surface like worms. He was on his back. This whole time he must not have moved an inch. That made sense, the way that all of his limbs all felt like lead, muscles seeming not to connect to each other in a way that stopped him from making any kind of noticeable movement. Not that he wanted to move, his skin still burnt, muscles still ached like he had run a million marathons end to end. It took more self-control than he thought he had to finally roll over onto his front, feeling liquid move in his lungs. 
It brought him into a coughing fit, hacking the blood from his lungs to splatter across the floor. It was hard to see the fresh crimson red over dried brown that had already caked the tiles, obscuring the runes and magical circles underneath. His palm shot sharp needles of pain straight up his arm, and it took a while for him to slowly lift it and look at the shards of glass he had just mistakenly shoved deeper into the flesh, the remains of a potion bottle he had chugged before he had passed out. The pain pleased him, grounded him, told him that he was still alive and that he hadn't left the mortal realm yet. He turned his hand over, opening it up slowly and concentrating, thinking of the words of power he had read almost every day his entire life. A simple spell, one that every five-year-old could cast. But there was nothing. Nothing at all. No sparks, no lights, no magic flowing through his system. It was empty, as always. Like it had always been. Failure. He was a failure. Once again, he had given it his all, dedicated years, decades of his life, and yet still he couldn't do it. All of his chances had been put into one final stand, and it had fallen through. He laughed. He couldn't help it. It wasn't funny, but it was hilarious, just comically horrific. He struggled to his feet, stumbling a little on shaky legs and taking a wheezy breath. The effort might kill him, but right this second he didn't seem to care. He had survived it, survived the worst pain of his life and had absolutely nothing to show for it. If he collapsed and died right now, no one would even miss him. It would probably even make this whole situation better. There was blood on his hands, blood on his skin, the scent of it mixed with a concoction of herbs and flowers. It clogged his nose in a way that made him sure that he would never fully be rid of the smell of it. But maybe he didn't deserve to be rid of it. It should live forever with him, reminding him of the crimes he committed today. Every time he smelt the tang of foxglove, he would be transported back to this night, to this very specific sin. He took a breath. He had survived. He would survive until tomorrow. But his work wasn't over, not yet. He had a big mess to clean up. It was time to revive the curse.